And in studio in the stress list this morning is Steve Gunnels. He's the district attorney for Deschutes County. Steve, good morning, sir. Good morning, Frank. Thanks very much for being in here today. We have uh, several topics we want to try to uh, go over here with our, our few minutes that we have with you. I want to start out first, though, with uh, what seems to be top of mind with a lot of folks. How is the investigation going into the murder of that young woman uh, over on Northwest Hill Street, Evelyn Weaver? Yeah, the the investigation is um, ongoing. I can't release a lot of details yet because that's a pending investigation and there are some practical reasons that you don't want to release a lot of details about pending criminal investigations uh, if if the perpetrator of that crime were to find out the status of the investigation or what we're doing next things like that then it could help that person uh, avoid law enforcement avoid accountability uh, there are also some ethical reasons that I can't talk about pending investigations. Uh, but I can discuss that investigation and other uh, pending investigations in general terms. The top priority in that case is locating the suspect. And police are working extremely hard, literally every day, uh, to solve that murder and to get the, the person who did it in custody. Uh, that person really should be considered extremely dangerous and should be behind bars. And uh, I know that the police have been uh, traveling far and wide, uh, gathering information, gathering evidence, and I do believe it's it's a matter of time before the, the person who did it is in custody. All right, so at this point we don't have an identification publicly on that suspect. That's correct. That all right. And uh, are you still looking for help from the public to assist in that? Yes. Any any information that the public may have about it, any any person who was, uh, you know, known to members of the public who, you know, people may suspect could have been involved in something like that. It doesn't hurt just to bring that name forward, have the police check it out, you know, disprove it or prove it. And, uh, you know, every piece of information helps in the long run. We also have another death and a murder that's being investigated, a shooting of a young man, I believe, who's from Redmond. That's correct. Uh, yeah, so in that investigation, the, the uh, shooter has been identified, and police are in the process of locating that individual. They are, uh, you know, in the same way they're, working very diligently. I was working with detectives uh, all last week and over the weekend uh, with search warrants and, and other uh, investigative tactics to try to locate that individual. Uh, that's a, uh, you know, a major incident team type response where you have police, multiple police agencies responding to investigate the, um, that murder uh, in order to, to locate the suspect. That's another individual who should be considered extremely dangerous. Uh, he is armed to the best of my knowledge uh, right now and, uh, and a very dangerous individual. 
We'll get back to the major incident team and how they work in a moment, but there are two employees of the Deschutes County Sheriff's Office that are under investigation as well. Yes, those uh, those investigations have been conducted by an outside agency, which is uh, typical when that's a police officer who's accused of committing a crime. Uh, and in both of these cases, it was the Oregon State Police that conducted the investigation. It's it's actually very common for the Oregon State Police to come in and conduct those kinds of uh, law enforcement related investigations because they're uh, the Oregon State Police is, you know, removed a little bit from county or local politics. Their their um, control center is in Salem rather than in Deschutes County. And so in the one case, in the Deputy Pettit case, the Oregon State Police has referred their police report to the district attorney's office, and that case is under review. We haven't made a charging decision yet. Uh, that will happen soon, and in the uh, Lieutenant McGowan uh, investigation, Oregon State Police is still conducting that investigation, and we haven't received any reports yet. And that's not abnormal or atypical. Those kinds of uh, investigations just take a while to, to complete, but once we get that report, we'll make a charging decision on on it, and I don't have a lot of information about that investigation in particular because we don't have the police reports. Okay. All right. Well, I appreciate you going over those for us and uh, talking about those. Now, you may mentioned the major incident team of Deschutes County. Uh, tell me a little bit about what they are and how they work. Yeah. So the major incident team is a kind of a critical uh, resource for law enforcement and for, for me, for the district attorney's office in a major incident, uh, such as a murder investigation or a officer-involved shooting investigation. Uh, what you need in those situations is a lot of investigators to kind of flood the zone. You need them on hand immediately after and usually for weeks afterwards to try to do follow-up interviews and other investigation. In Central Oregon, we have a very good major incident team response. We have uh, um, contributors from all law enforcement agencies in Central Oregon. They send their detectives and other investigators to help with these major incidents. And, uh, and that has proved to be a, a, a very successful model for us over the years. I could think of a number of examples. The one that uh, is most recent probably uh, where it's come to a, a good successful conclusion was the uh, Safeway shooting last August. Uh, when that happened, the Bend Police Department patrol officers were on scene immediately within just a few minutes, literally just a few minutes. And inside the store before that incident even concluded, uh, but the follow-up to that required the major incident team to assist due to just the, the vast scope of that, that incident, the crimes that were committed there. Uh, there were dozens of witnesses and victims who had to be interviewed. There was background information that had to be obtained about the shooter, and that was done through examining electronic evidence, 
uh, in his devices and through his social media. There were search warrants obtained and executed. And, uh, you know, right after the incident, we were getting a lot of reports that there were other shooters around Bend, other people who were in on it and on some kind of a conspiracy with this shooter to uh, conduct other mass shootings around Bend. And all of those reports had to be followed up, you know, very thoroughly to make sure that if it was happening, that it could be stopped. And if it wasn't happening, that we could eliminate it. And so the major incident team was going out to those uh, reports and getting all the information they could. And, uh, you know, in the long run, it, it turned out that those were false leads, which is not uncommon in something that big. But um, all of those things had to be disproven uh, before anybody could, um, you know, be at peace that, that that was not going to happen. Now, we're using the term major incident team singular, but we've got, uh, let's say in this case of, of two different uh, major investigations going on. Do you have then teams or is it one big well, it's really one big team because they all report back. If it's a, if it's a you know a solitary crime like the Safeway um, incident that sparks the the call out of the major incident team, everybody who's who's going out to follow up leads is reporting back to the incident commander, which in that case was the Oregon State Police uh, detective who was in charge of that um, of that investigation. And so that there could be coordination among the agencies and among the detectives who were going out uh, to deal with those those calls and to do the follow up that was necessary. So we we could have basically the major incident team working on two different crimes at the same time. Oh yeah, you could well you could split it then, and you'd have two different uh, incident commanders for each crime because you do you do have to do you know have an independent focus if you have. Uh, for example, the the two murders in the last few weeks, uh, those have you know different core elements of investigators uh, handling those investigations, uh, just because you need to to separate the personnel and direct them, uh, you know to to you know in in one of these cases to far off uh, locales to conduct for other investigation and then report back to a central information hub so that uh, the people who are in control of the investigation know exactly what's going on and where resources are needed. All right. Well, time has gotten away from us. It, uh, in my head, I'm hearing the open for law and order. Boom, boom. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's just so much going on uh, here in Central Oregon and within your department. But I appreciate you taking the time to come in and talk to us about all of this. Thank you, Frank. Steve Gunnels, District Attorney for Deschutes County here at FM News 100.1 at 1110 KBND.